Hey dudes! Welcome to Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World, episode uh, six. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> episode six. Now that we're doing this every week, we can keep track. We are doing this every week. We are doing it every week. This is a thing now. This is our first episode that we, we're recording after we've posted episodes online. We have a th- show now. Like, it's not just us talking next to each other. People have yeah. listened to this. <laughs> Some people have there listened. There have been people who have listened to us talk about Boy Meets World. Upwards of 20 people. 20 of you. Upwards of 30 people so far. That's, That's crazy. That is crazy. It's crazy because um, we we know who several of the people are. It's just so weird and mind-blowing that there's more people that we don't know who have listened. And... Who knows? Maybe by, you know, a year from now we're doing episodes and there's, I don't know, 40 people listening. <laughs> but We're 43 people listening. Yeah? yeah. Why Why 43? Because it's more than 40. Oh, okay. I thought that was like a Boy Meets World inside joke. No. Remember in episode 43, don't you? Nope, I don't. We haven't uh, watched it yet. Exactly. It doesn't exist yet. Uh, but uh, so now that we have episodes posting. Three of them. Yeah, three have posted. So that gives you kind of a timeline. We we did all those episodes where we were like, it's been nine years since we've recorded an episode. We can't do that anymore. That or the show's over and somebody should do a wellness check on our house. Definitely a wellness check. Send some... Send nudes. I was going to say send some fruit baskets. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so... How will us being on the internet affect how you handle this show? Are you going to do this any differently? Um, no, I don't think so. I think I'm just going to talk about Boy Meets World. Why? Because that's what we do here. We talk about Boy Meets World. Mm, okay. Did you want to talk about something else? No. want to talk about how your day was? Uh, my day was okay. It wasn't great. It's, I mean, we're really cementing this in stone. I don't want to talk about my day today because... By the time this episode comes out, I've had a dis- different day, and I probably have a different perspective on life. Um, probably a better father, a better person, um, skinnier. You're right. Let's not talk about our days. Let's just talk about Boy Meets World. What episodes? Uh, today, we are going to be talking about episode 11 and of episode what 12 of, what of season? season 1. Wow. The first season. The first season. Uh, th- what's the first episode called? Do, uh, do you know? Episode? Episode 11? Uh-huh. The Father-Son Game. Okay. So, we were thinking, and when do you want to read this? We were thinking, we're going to read the, the plot of the show, the, the, as well, written by... Like, the blurb. Like, not the like the whole synopsis, but just like, what does Hulu say this show is about? Yes. I'm going to read it right now. Yeah. Go. <laughs> oh, well, you said, when do you want to do this? So I'm telling you, I want to do it right now. Okay. All right. We didn't plan. <laughs> <laughs> we never do. We don't have time to plan. We have to, like, fit this in between, like, tucking children in and making dinner and... Holding tea. And holding tea. It's actually really hot in my hand right now. Like, really, really hot. Anyway, the father-son game. What's Hulu uh, say? Hulu says, Corey and Eric strike out with their father... When they lie to get out of a father-son baseball game. That's it? That's it. That's the blurb. It's the Man, little thing. I thought I had time to take a drink of water. 
Is that why you're crackling a bottle into the microphone? Yeah, because I was rushing. I didn't realize that it only had seconds. Yeah. I thought Hulu would at least give me a little to go off of. Um, this episode was directed by Bill Lawrence and directed... Wait, written by Bill Lawrence and directed by David Trainer. That doesn't matter right now because I think most of them are. But maybe at some point, like four years from now, we're going to be like, oh, this is interesting. This one, is, this one was written by you. You know what I mean? Or it'll be like, well, this was my favorite writer and this was my favorite director. Like... The Lawrence era was the best era. <laughs> do you think that was like, do you think they named Topanga Topanga Lawrence after Is that her Bill last name? Lawrence? Yeah, right? I guess. Miss Topanga Lawrence? Oh, yeah. Miss Lawrence. Yeah. Miss Lawrence. <laughs> that's funny. No, that's, again, I think we've gone over this. You do a really good Hannibal impression. <laughs> Hello, Topanga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So it's a bright Friday morning at the Matthews house. I wrote this myself. It's a bright Friday morning at the Matthews house. Morgan woke up early to... All right. It gives away the whole bit. So they sit down. They have cereal, right? And Morgan is like... Yeah, hold on. Why were you just about to read that? Like, we watched it. We watched it yesterday. We know what happened. That was so long ago. It does seem like it. Today was very long. Mm -hmm. We just watched it, though. Yeah. Well, so the kids get up. They all get up, everybody's coming out of the kitchen, and Morgan's already up at the table. And she's going, I've been up since 6 a.m. And they're I've kind been of up. like, oh, yeah, that's cute or whatever. And, and then she's like, just going on about it. And she's eating lots of cereal, and mm-hmm. everyone's going about their business, and Corey goes to get cereal, and he's like, what is going on with all of the cereal? There's nothing good here. And it he, turns out that... Yeah he, yeah, he goes, Mom, what's... What's with all the sweet stuff in my cereal? It's all gone. What have you done to me? And I thought that she was going to be like, Corey, I got you healthier cereal so that you can have a better life. But nope. Morgan took all of the marshmallows and like sprinkle things and all of the good stuff out of the cereal and left all the bad stuff for Corey. She's been up since 6 a.m. That was very good. Thank you. So they, it's better than my Feeny impression. Way better. <laughs> you, you do a better impression of a four-year-old girl than you do of a 70-year-old man. I don't know what that says about me. Um, so they, uh, they they grab Morgan and they take her upstairs so, that be- so before she goes in her coma and Morgan's like rambling. She is, however, uh, on a sugar high, the, the calmest child in the history of sugar highs. She's not running around and throwing things or making random noises like all children do when they have squeaking in the back of their throat yeah and they have like a a piece of candy fake laughing at each other for like three hours straight yeah she's just like repeating herself about how she's been up since 6 a.m and And alan's like make sure she paints the whole house while you've got her on this sugar high that was a good joke you like that one Uh uh-huh it was good (laughs) and i killed the show it's dead all right, what next? Oh, well, um, what do you mean, what next? We what just watched next? this yesterday. Uh, uh, Mr. Feeney's uh, class is saying the Pledge of Allegiance. We cut to the, what class, are, what grade are they in? Sixth grade? Yes. Okay, we cut to their sixth grade classroom, and they're saying the Pledge of Allegiance. All but one is saying the Pledge of Allegiance. We got one Kaepernick. <laughs> and it's Topanga. It is Topanga. Topanga Tep- Lawrence. Topanga Lawrence. She's not saying the pledge. It becomes a thing. Yeah. Like, why isn't she saying the pledge? Mm -hmm. Uh, So Corey's like, or first Mr. Feeney says something like, "Um, I I noticed you won't, I noticed you won't 
standing Miss Lawrence. And <laughs> this is bit is going to go way bad or way fast. It's already boring. Um, so oh, s- stop doing it. I then. can't. That's my voice for Feeny. <laughs> um, so Corey gets excited because he thinks Topanga's about to get in trouble. And then basically it turns into Topanga. You exercised your right. Corey, why are you making fun of her for that? Corey, you're in trouble. And then Corey's like, me? And Minkus goes, you've been set up, bud. <laughs> he does say that. That's a good Minkus. Was it? Uh-huh. So I do a really good impression of a really nerdy sixth grader. Yeah. Go figure, nerd. Anyway, so... <laughs> uh, so Feeney sets up a debate between Topanga and Corey um, and tells them to defend their perspective on saying the Pledge of Allegiance. And Topanga's just like, uh, why do I have to say it just because it's a tradition? It doesn't have to be said. Um, if I don't care about it or if I don't feel like saying it, I shouldn't just say it for tradition's sake. And Corey says exactly the opposite. He's like, it's important because it's just what we're supposed to do. Like, and why wouldn't you? It only takes a few seconds. So, you know, he's making this grand speech about how, like, why wouldn't you just say the Pledge of Allegiance? It takes a few minutes just to say it. And it doesn't matter whether you care about it or not. Like, just say it. It's not a big deal. And then class lets out. And- well, he, he intentionally starts to realize that he's losing this debate and filibusters his way until the bell ends or the bell rings. So the class ends. Yes. Because um, he's clever. But not clever enough to win a debate. So I think then they cut back to home, right? No, now they cut no? to the lunchroom. So they cut to the lunchroom, and that's where um, Minkus is arguing with Corey and Sean about stuff. And, and he's the, got his hamburger there. Yes, the big hamburger debacle of 1993. This year. He, uh, <laughs> he sets his hamburger down with Corey and uh, Sean. Next to Sean. Douchebag Sean. He's just the worst. Douchebag Sean. Um, And he walks away. And obviously he's a smart kid. He knows what he's doing. I mean, before that, though, like they are talking about the baseball game. Yeah. Which we haven't touched on yet. That's true. Oh, my goodness. That's what the whole show is about. I don't think they've really talked about it yet. They did because. (laughs) She got very stern. So Corey and Sean. Before Minkus comes over, they're talking about this baseball game that Alan wants Corey and Eric to play. And he's like, I don't understand. Like, it's the weekend. I just want to spend the weekend doing weekend things like playing four hours of video games and eating a bunch of junk food. And I don't have time to go play a baseball game with my dad. And Minkus is like, I mean, our parents want us to do this stuff for nostalgia purposes. Like, they wanted their parents to do these things with them. And so they make you do it because they want that feeling of being a kid again and then he leaves his hamburger i think by the way given that that uh, explanation you just gave reminds me that i think we're on our third episode of this season where Corey's is complaining about his dad wanting to do something with yeah him. i think somewhere in my like one tiny page of notes i mm-hmm. wrote and Corey breaks his dad's heart again like <laughs> Yeah, it's it's constant. So at the end of all of these episodes, there's a moment where Corey gets it and he's like, you know what? My dad's all right. But he only gets it until the next episode. Yeah, I think I think 
who wrote this episode? We're not going to call him out again. Was, it, was think, it Bill? Bill's got a crutch. Yes. Um, so yeah, he, Minkus leaves his burger with Sean. Sean takes note of the opportunity and, and discusses with Corey how he can't control himself. And he goes, he actually gives, goes to a really good... He doesn't, he doesn't discuss. He's just like, right, right. Well, should I? Well, he, should I not? I can't just leave it there. He gives a really good psychoanalysis of himself, which is, you know, surprisingly self-aware for this little mm-hmm. douchebag. And while Corey is having his own discussion with himself about whether or not his dad should expect him to play in the baseball game. And while Corey is completely just like tearing into all of the reasons why he shouldn't have to play baseball, Sean is dumping everything on earth onto this hamburger. I think he puts salt, he puts an entire thing of salt. Yes. He puts like pudding, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. What else does he put? I think that was it. But it was just like the salt was really drawn out cuz he like sprinkles it on and then he's like, "Meh," and then he takes the whole top yeah. off and puts the whole thing yeah. on there. So Minkus comes back. Minkus realizes he did something with his hamburger and Minkus goes, "Look, is that Shaquille O'Neal?" and then pretends to switch the burgers so that he can fool the boys. And Sean looks back and goes, oh, great job, Minkus. I'm sure you didn't do anything with my burger. Is that Stephen Hawking? And Minkus turns around and Sean switches the burgers to be the burger that he ruined for Minkus. Minkus walks away with a smug look on his face and Sean goes, and he's supposed to be smarter than us, right? And then takes a bite of his burger and Corey's like, he is, isn't he? Mm Mm-hmm. And that was a really good scene. It was a very good scene. It was a very good scene. Not, not Nothing really to expound on there, but it was fantastic seeing Sean get his comeuppance. Um, when did I become Team Minkus? I think we both became Team Minkus the day that we became parents. Yeah, you think? Yeah, because nobody wants their kids treated the way that Sean treats kids. Yeah. And Corey's an accessory all of the time. Mm-hmm. I think until they get older, but I don't know. Lock them up. Sean is a victim of his environment, I think, possibly. I don't know. I don't know about that. I think he's got we'll a pretty see. decent home life from what I understand from these episodes we've seen so far. Um, so they go back home now, and now Corey and and Eric have both decided that they shouldn't be in this baseball game. Eric has a hot date. What? That seems so different, too. He's got a hot date with a girl that... Um, no, no, no. That's the next episode. Never mind. Take that back. That was supposed to be a rewind. It wasn't at all. It might be the same girl. It might not be the same girl. But anyway, he has a hot date. He has a hot date. He wants to he wants to go out with her and not play baseball. Um, because again, he has forgotten that he just learned that his dad's pretty awesome and he should enjoy his time with his father when he can. They get home. His their dad is throwing the baseball around in the backyard, trying to like get ready for this game, and they are sneaking around the house trying to make sure that he doesn't see them come home. And Amy walks in, and they're like, "Come on, like we don't want to do this. Can't you get us out of this?" And she's like, "No, you're on your own." Like, and that's that. So then they start talking about like how they can get out of the game. Yeah, she basically says, "You guys are dirt bags. Mm-hmm. You need to play baseball with your dad. He would love it." Um, and they're like, no, just come on. And yeah, they really don't hear anything that she's saying. They go up to their room and they start basically blackmailing each other. Mm-hmm. Is that what happens? Yeah. They're just like, if you 
Because at that point, they're like, one of us has to play. Yeah, Eric goes, I figured it out. Only it's a father-son game, not the father-son's game. So only one of us needs to go. And Corey goes, you're a genius. And then Eric says, so have fun playing baseball. And Corey puts it all together and says, if you uh, don't play, I'm going to tell dad you drive his car around the block. Yeah, but before that... Eric was like, and if you don't play, I'm going to tell him that you broke his golf clubs. Mm -hmm. So they're fighting with each other. They both run downstairs and start to make excuses to Alan. Like, very obviously, like, we need to go to the library and we need to do, like, all of these other things. And Alan goes, "Uh, hey, guys, the game's canceled. There wasn't enough. What's the word? Interest. Interest. Yes, that (laughs) one. There wasn't enough interest. And they're like, oh, okay. And then Corey goes, uh, oh, he said, I, you know, my leg, it's, uh, I don't remember what he said. It's, it's, he had some virus in his leg. And then he was like, and his dad goes, no, we're canceling the game. And Corey goes, and I told him to take the leg. I'm playing with my dad. Because he was, yeah. Yeah. He was, yeah. He was, yeah. Um. So... They're off the hook. They don't have to play. They have a great weekend. It's wonderful. And oh, oh, okay. I, f- I remembered. Okay. So I was trying to remember how, uh, what happens next. What happens next is they're back in the lunchroom and Topanga comes over. Now, we haven't talked about what the name of the um, store that was going up against Allen's supermarket was called. Yeah. It was called... The Unicorn Rainbow Bookstore. <laughs> Whose family do you think owns this bookstore? Is it Minkus's family? It is not Minkus's family. Is it Sean's family? His large family that he has? Uh, Sean's dad got laid off. Uh, yeah, but he's got a dad and a mom and a sister. Remember? Mm, he's got all that point. stuff that never... Good point. Nope. Okay. It's not It's not Sean's. <sighs> is it my family? This is, this yes, is a trick I question. Wish, I wish. I would love it if... We were part of the unicorn. It's Topanga's family. Rainbow bookstore family. It's Topanga. It's Topanga's family. Her hippie family owns a bookstore and they are playing or they were supposed to play up against the supermarket Mm -hmm. in this baseball game. And Topanga comes over and she's like, Corey, I missed you at the game on Saturday. I love you. And Corey's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, the game, my family's bookstore was up against your dad's supermarket in the baseball game. And he was like, that game was canceled. And she's like, no, it wasn't. So. And Sean's like, well, in this universe, it was, babe. Or something like that. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> I can't even roll my eyes any harder. Anyway. Yeah. So the, the baseball game wasn't canceled. It wasn't canceled. And they realized that they were jerks all along. And then they go home and they're like, mom, mom, help us get out of this one. Mm -hmm. And she's like, "Uh, no, you guys are jerks. You can deal with it. So they come up with this plan. They're going to have like a special like cookout just for their dad. And they have your favorite character on the show because you like to do his voice. Uh, Leonard. Leonard Spinelli. Mm -hmm. I'm Leonard Spinelli. Leonard Spinelli from the, uh, comes... from your dad's store. <laughs> we know, Lanny. He comes to bring groceries for the cookout, mm-hmm. and weasels his way into also attending the cookout by 
guilting them because he has like father issues or something. Yeah, they brought uh, he brought extra like meat. What was it that he brought? Like pimento loaf. Pimento loaf. That's not meat, is it? Yeah, it's I like a bologna. I think. Yeah, it looked like a bologna. Um, and then they were like, "You didn't. We didn't ask for pimento loaf." And he was like, "I know. That's my favorite." And, and they're then like, he, "Oh, okay." And then he goes into like a very dark story about how he, why he is the way he is, and he had an abandoned childhood and whatever. So they let him come. And so they have the cookout. They have the cookout, and Leonard's over there in the corner. And Alan seems like he is very grateful for the cookout and whatever. And um, all of a sudden, both boys, I don't, what makes it dawn on them that it's not enough? I don't remember. Like, I just remember all of a sudden them deciding we're going to have a baseball game. Okay, so what we need you to do is let us know, like, what was that moment? Because we both watched this yesterday. I and, figured you would have known. And all of a sudden, like, Corey and Eric, like, run into the house. And Corey's like, this isn't enough. Like, it's one dinner. And he makes dinner for us every night. Like, this isn't enough. And, um, and Eric's like, why not? We just made him dinner. and Yeah, even, even on this website, it just says, Corey and Eric, no, it's... Uh, Lenny manages to guilt himself an invitation, blah, blah, blah. Corey and Eric know that a measly barbecue can't make up for a game that Alan wanted that only came once a year. Like, it just happens, I think. If, if we miss something, if there was like a hidden message there, please, at BMGMBMW on Twitter and let us know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, they figure it out and then they're like, they, I guess, arrange for another game. Well, before they arrange the, for the game, they have another debate in class, and Corey gives, like, a very heartfelt speech to his class about how you should, you know, protect something that you care about and that you love. And Yeah, and he talks about um, the allegiance that you... That if you care about something, then you show allegiance to it. You show loyalty to it by honoring the traditions that were put in place to show that allegiance or show that loyalty. So that's why the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag is important because it's honoring America, not just this like piece of material in their classroom. And it's not just like something where you're going through the motions, you're doing it because you appreciate your freedom and, and everything that comes with being an American. Um, but he learned that because he realized that he was going through the motions by doing the dinner and it wasn't something that was actually showing his dad that he cared or showing the allegiance to his dad. So they go home and, and they explain to their dad, Hey dad, you'll never guess what we did. We set up a game against the rainbow unicorn book club, not book club, bookstore, rainbow unicorn bookstore for next Saturday, right? Next Saturday, make Saturday. We're going to be there no matter what else we have planned. They are busy, busy boys. Mm-hmm. Going on dates and playing video games. So just like us. Aww, how cute! Uh, don't tell the world about our dates and video games. We go on dates and we play video games. Shh. Sometimes at the same time. Shh. I don't know why my shish was like a wave pool. Um, so they go, they play their game. I don't remember if there's anything that happens between here and the end. Not really. I think they just, they come home. Alan's like exhausted and 
worn out and maybe injured i'm not yeah. sure but the boys are just like on a high from it they're like that was so great i can't believe we tried to get out of the first one this is awesome and we're gonna do it all the time alan looks like me when we i come home from a family volleyball day alan looks like you when you walk up the steps okay fair enough <laughs> um so, they, yeah, they say, we're going to do it again. And Alan's like, all right, next year, can't wait. <laughs> and they go, no, we, they are so excited to do this. They want to figure out who best two out of three next Saturday. And Alan's just like, ah, great, great, great. Poor Alan. Everything just backfires on him all the time. He just wanted one game with his sons. They screw him over, and then it's like they screw him over again by trying to make everything right. He yeah. just can't have it. They're what like, a perfect portrait of parenting. That was yeah. a lot of peas. Perfect portrait of parenting. That's the episode <laughs> title. Um, that that was uh, that was something that struck me. Is like they they go from. I don't want to do a baseball game with you, Dad. Like, I don't want to hang out and have a good time with you, Dad. Wait, let's do 150 of them. Yeah. And I think that we've dealt with stuff like that, too, Mm -hmm. often. Mm -hmm. Where it's like, I don't want to play this board game with you guys. And then it's like, can we play it tonight, too? And tomorrow night, too? What about today during lunch at school? (laughs) (laughs) Just tonight, like... All three of the kids came to me and said, do you think we could play that Choose Your Own Adventure game? Can we play the next chapter in that? And while I was, like, I was editing yeah, episode while, three. <laughs> while he was editing an episode, we had kids here late. Um, we were making dinner and trying to find a costume that got lost uh, and just like all hell was breaking loose. And they just took turns coming to me asking that. And I was just like, I hate to say no to this, but like maybe we can try tomorrow. And all I wanted was my baseball game. My father-son game? Uh-huh. Get it? Because I'm Alan? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's over. Um, so, TGIF, thank God it's Feeny. Thank God it's Feeny. We didn't get much Feeny in this, ep- this episode, but here's my question for you. Mm-hmm. Did Feeny really set up Corey? Like, did he really tell Topanga, sit during the pledge? 100%. You think... Yes, because she didn't like she wasn't thinking outside of the box enough to go against what she was supposed to do. If she had, she wouldn't have at, she wouldn't have said later what she said later, which was in addition to not saying the pledge of allegiance, I also don't want to wear shoes. So you think that's why Feeney told her to do it? No, I think that that's when she realized that like it was after he had taught that we have rights Mm-hmm. to what we do and what we don't do, she was like, I'm also not going to wear shoes. But mm-hmm. before that, she thought she was supposed to say it every time. So again, we're looking at a scenario where Mr. Feeney is just doing everything he can to tell a lesson to Corey Matthews. Just. <laughs> just Corey, Corey Matthews. Matthews. Like, Sean sits right behind Corey, and it's like he doesn't exist ever. You think this whole time Feeney is trying to break up Sean and Corey? I wish he had done a better job. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't think we have any Morganisms this episode. It was no, just, kind of just, a... just that I've been up since... Can you do it? Can you say it? I've been up since 6 a.m. Good job. That was the Morganism. Thank you. That was Morganism for this week. Yep. 
You ready for the next episode? Uh, yeah. We need to have like a, an ad break in between episodes to make it easier to transition from we one should, to the other. We should just reenact 1993 commercials. <laughs> okay. Until until a sponsor pays us to do episodes, we're just going to make some up. It'll be for like GAC or something. No, we we're making them up. Oh, Are we going to do like up? actual products? Yeah. We like, can do actual products. Yeah. <laughs> What is this product? Hey, everybody! I just want to show you about the cool new GAC I got at the store. Look at it. It goes splat. You want to try my GAC? It glows in the dark. It glows in the dark? I didn't even know that one. It sticks to the ceiling. It sticks to the ceiling. Now it's all stuck on the ceiling and I don't know what to do with it. It's okay. In 1993, parents don't get mad that things are stuck to the ceiling. Pet mom is so rad. (laughs) She she better give me that sunny D. This is a dual branded commercial. I love I love Gak and Sunny D. And we're back. We're back with Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. Episode twenty. <laughs> you talk for a second. And if I have to, I'll edit stuff, but I want to see where we're at. Okay. Uh so I'm just gonna go into episode twelve. Episode twelve is I've been up since six AM. What is the name of this episode? Well, I can tell you in just three seconds, Tanya. You're not doing a commercial anymore. Episode 12 is called Once in Love with Amy. Once in Love with Amy. I have a sister named Amy. You do have a sister named Amy. What a great story. Uh, Once in Love with Amy on Hulu, they describe the episode as... When Corey and Eric discover that Amy has been lying about her whereabouts, they play detective to find out where she's been going... And who she's been seeing. It's very ominous. Well, I love my new gag. <laughs> um, yeah, so let me get back to the page that I need to be at. Um, yeah, Eric's having girl troubles, by the way. That's where the episode starts. He's having some girl problems. He's on the phone with a girl and she hangs up on him, I believe. Yeah, they're fighting or something. He's done something stupid. It's a different girl name than the last episode that we watched, which was a different girl name than the episode before that. And a different girl name than the episode before that. Eric just can't keep it together. I feel like that's probably how you were. Uh, um, not that fast. We don't know how fast. I think we all we know it's all in the same year. Oh, I guess so, yeah. Yeah, he's already been through more girls in in 2 months of shows that we I've been through my entire life. Anyways, not a stink we know eye. That's not true. Um Yeah, so he he hangs up or she hangs up on him. He gets all sad. This episode starts in the kitchen mm-hmm. again. Again. It's either in the kitchen or in the cafeteria every every episode. It's why I have to eat while I'm watching Boy Meets World, because everything is centered around food or a place for food. That's why I have to eat while I watch Boy Meets World and after and before it. <laughs> you can't see your smile on the podcast, your pretty smile. which Oh, you think it's pretty? Yeah. Uh, so Eric gets hung up on. Uh, Alan is going around and trying. Oh, he stole a flower from Mr. Feeney's garden. Um. And he's going. He's trying to give it to Amy. He's, he's romancing Amy. He's trying to, but, but she's. They're all rushing around. Yeah, but, we've been there. Yeah, running around trying to get everything ready before you go. 
um, running late for work already. She's mm-hmm. got proposals. By the way, she's also cooked and fed all of the children while Alan is trying like, to pick not a flower. Even cooked. She's like pulling muffins and cinnamon rolls out of the oven and like dumping them into baskets on the table. What even is that? Buy some Pop-Tarts. But throughout all of this, Alan's trying to romance her and not once did he go... Let me help you. <laughs> yeah. Like he's like, oh, the window for hugging is almost closed. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, I can't find my papers. But here's all this breakfast, like a continental breakfast <laughs> buffet on the table. Yeah. And like Eric's asking about like girl girl help and Corey's like talking about something else and she's answering him and Alan's just like, why won't you love me? Yeah, like uh, I love you very much and you're very supportive of me, but I do believe if I was getting mad at you for not hugging me while you were doing all of the stuff, you'd punch me. I would say I'm gonna punch you. Uh huh. I wouldn't actually punch you. I don't know, but I've never tested it. that theory. Now I know that I can get away with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway... Uh, Morgan's not coming down because she just wants to sleep. Um, and then, uh, after everybody leaves for the morning, like Amy leaves, I don't know where Alan went. It seems like Morgan's been left here. Yeah, alone. no, I, I have that <laughs> written down. It's like everyone left Morgan. What happens next? Like she comes down because someone says like your oatmeal is going to get cold and she comes down. Everybody's gone. And she lifts up like this congealed like she does like a left hard. behind look around like where did everybody get raptured to yeah and then yeah she lifts up her block of oatmeal because it sat there for 30 seconds yeah it and sh- like what happens next does she just go like get on a school bus by herself does she hang She's out all day school, like i don't think is she home aloneing it that day yeah she sets up booby traps around the house to make sure Mr. Feeney can't come in because he lives she next caught, door. She caught nine robbers in this episode. You don't even, <laughs> you don't see that. Nine of them. Nine of them because the the front door was left open when they rushed out. And the back door was left unlocked because they weren't thinking about that. Um, she saved everyone's life. She saved everyone's life and no one even realizes it because they're too... They're thinking too much about themselves because the next time we see them, is there a school part next? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Mr. Feeney poses a math, math question. This kind oh, of this kind of math question. goes back and forth through the whole episode. He says, and I'm going to read this because uh, I'm not going to remember this without reading it. Yeah. Al, wa- Al, wa- Al washes the car in six minutes. Fred washes the same car in eight minutes. How long will it take to walk for both to wash it together? Um. So Minkus is just like, wait, no, Corey tries to answer first. Corey says, seven, because one of them slows down the other one. They're learning about averages. Yes. And uh, Minkus just like takes over and says, hmm, actually, no, it's not seven. It's blah, 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 blah. Um, It's four minutes. And Mr. Feeney goes, oh, you're wrong, Mr. Minkus. And Minkus breaks. Like... He's fully broken. He has. To, he just stands up and goes, I got to go to the nurse. And yeah. just walks he's, out. He just starts walking out and, and they're like, where are you going? He's like, the nurse. <laughs> it was it was very uh, accurate, an accurate portrayal, per, what? portrayal. portrayal <laughs> of uh, what a broken child would need to do. It was very sad. Um, but as he's walking out, like... Sean, in all of his jerk glory, is like, 
repeating over and over and over again, you're wrong, Mr. Minkus, you're wrong, Mr. Minkus. And I just wanted to hit him so bad. Well, they'd never heard it before. Uh, he's never, Mis- Mr. Minkus has never been wrong before. That is true. Uh, all, all the while, Topanga decides to try her hand at the question. And she channels like an Egyptian mathematician and starts gurgling. I think she, like she holds her head back and starts gurgling. And and it was one of those moments where I thought, wait a second, this is an uh, probably 12-year-old girl at the time acting, mm-hmm. pretending to be this. And she does it without laughing and without interrupting herself, without not seeming serious. And furthermore, an entire classroom full of children watch it happen and properly react. Like, uh, there's a little girl in the background who I kept thinking reminded me of um, like a like a young Linda Cardellini. <laughs> um, and she is making, like, creeped out faces by it. Like, they're all re- reacting properly. I don't know why this amazed me no, so much. No, I actually, like, I'm so happy that you're talking about this because I watched this episode a couple of times before you and I watched it together. Cheated. I did. Um, I really, like, I really was struggling with not remembering, like, my thoughts on the episodes. And so I kind of wanted to get, like, a head start and start thinking things through before we watched it together because I get distracted by you sometimes. By my beauty? Yes. Aww. And I'll like be laying there thinking like, I just want to cuddle and then it becomes about me and you and not about Boy Meets World. So I needed to like watch it by myself for a minute. Okay. Um, Fair but- enough because we did watch this episode last night and you said, I want to cuddle. <laughs> exactly. Alright. Um, get a room. <laughs> Fix a sink. <laughs> <laughs> One of these world jokes. Um, but I thought the exact same thing. Like, as she's like, I couldn't gargle right now and stay serious at all. Like, I would choke and then start laughing and I wouldn't be able to stop laughing probably for the next three days. And she does it. And I don't know how many takes they did it in, but mm-hmm. like, it's one continuous like one continue like it's not cut like it's one continuous take of this scene where she goes from gurgling to right like as she's gurgling she's like writing down the answer (laughs) and her head is back and then she snaps back into reality and they're like and what were you doing and she's like i was channeling so and so and she's like super calm about it and uh Corey says something smart And she turns around and makes, like, this crazy animal noise that, Mm -hmm. like, I don't know of a human that can make that noise, but she does it without even a hint of amusement in her eyes. I have to wonder, because this is the second episode in a row where Topanga's had a decent, like, fill-in spot, and um, uh, I, I, we went through the first ten episodes, and we only saw her, like, once. Uh, I have to wonder if they didn't cast her in this role thinking, yeah, she'll be a, you know, she'll show up sometimes. And then as they showed her, they realized, all right, this kid is good. We've got to write her into more episodes. I definitely think that had to have been what it was because at the, when you watch the credits, her name shows up at the end as like guest starring. Yeah. And. Because, again, every single week, this class is an entirely different group of children with Corey and Sean and Minkus. All of the other kids are different. Right. 
Um, and I think that every once in a while you'll see a recurring person like mm-hmm. kind of talking to them in the lunchroom or in the hallway or something. But in like for the most part, it's all different kids, mm-hmm. um, which is weird because other other sitcoms kept mostly the same children and then did kind of what is happening with Topanga in this like um, I think in Full House there was there were certain friends of Michelle's that were in kindergarten with her that stayed her friends for a few seasons but uh-huh. when they first show up it they're just like in the background here and there and it's like they find these kids and one of them was Journey Smullett when she was like super little and the other one was uh Tia and Tamara's little brother um that were not big like parts mm-hmm. and they just were like oh wow these kids are really good and they became a regular part of the show for a really long time so but not like Topanga like this is it's really cool to see her go from being a supporting person to like she was really good mm-hmm. um, but so is Minkus like his delivery is fantastic every single time and it also makes you wonder like <laughs> did they hire Ryder Strong to be this person and then they were like uh <laughs> He kind of is way too good at being a jerk. Yeah. Um, we we for, we failed to mention that early on in, in the hustle and bustle of the, the breakfast um, disaster, uh-huh. uh, they talk about how uh, Amy has to go, or she, she won't be home that night. She's going bowling. She's going bowling, and Alan has his Manager weekly meeting. manager's meeting. And that leaves Eric to watch uh, Morgan because their babysitter canceled. So anyway, now we cut back to the house after the the school setting, and um, they realize I don't remember how they um, realized. I can take the reins on this. Do one. it. Okay. So it's Amy comes. <laughs> Amy comes down and she's got her bowling bag. She puts it on the counter. Um, Sean comes over and is like, "Thanks, guys, for letting me hang out." Um, Corey and Sean are trying to figure out this problem that nobody can get. Like, mm-hmm. nobody can get this math problem except for Topanga. Um, and Mr. Feeney had taken Topanga's paper and was like, all right, Topanga got it right because she channeled some ghosts. But <laughs> uh, you guys still have to figure it out. And so Corey and Sean get all of Morgan's toys. They get a car. They get two Barbie dolls. Like, they think that they can figure this problem out by setting it up, like, physically. Um and they're talking about ordering pizza and everything. And Amy comes down, puts her bowling ball on the counter, and is like, all right, I'm getting ready to go. And then she runs back upstairs because she forgot something. And Sean was like, uh, my mom was on the same bowling league, and it ended six weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And Corey was like, no, seriously, like, why would she need a bowling bag if she wasn't going to her bowling league? And he walks over, and he picks up the bowling bag, and it's, like, light as a feather. Stiff um, as a board. Liza Feather and stuff as a board, and they all became witches mm-hmm. and started Charmed. Yep. Coven meets boy meets world. Coven meets... What? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so he opens it up, and there are, like, red, super high spiked heels and mm-hmm. a very, very slinky sequin dress. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh my gosh, what's going on? And they find, like, a business card for some, like, fancy restaurant, and then she starts coming down the steps, and, like... They have to um, put all the stuff back in the bowling bag. Yes. But they do it 
they're they're trying to be fast, but they do it as slow as possible. Uh-huh. Like stuff is flying around. I think the shoe flies across the kitchen, um, but they get everything back in. And Amy comes down and like grabs the bowling bag and pretends it's really heavy. Like she like yeah. drags it. <laughs> she like it hits the floor. She, she literally drags goes it like out of the kitchen. She goes, "Oh, I gotta start working out." <laughs> <laughs> And they all look at each other like, uh-oh, she's cheating on dad. Yeah, and and they start talking about it, and Sean's like, this is really bad, guys, because like, he's from a tough family, so he's seen bad things happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're just trying to figure out like what's going on, so they decide to leave Sean with Morgan yeah. and go on buses to follow Amy. Uh-huh. They leave... Their sweet, angelic little sister with Sean. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they take Sean <laughs> and leave Corey? Or Corey and Sean go and Because they and leave needed Eric. an older person to ride the bus with Okay, them. fair enough. It's 10 o'clock at night when they get home. Okay. But Corey is Morgan's actual brother. Yeah. And Sean is a disaster <laughs> of a person. Yeah. Ugh. It bothered me so much. I'm yeah. like, why did this happen? Sean would be way better at sneaking around and becoming a detective than Corey, too. I can see this made you very angry. Is it because of, like, my forehead getting red right now? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so the uh, Corey and Sean, I mean, Corey and Eric get back, and they say that they saw her mom, their mom dancing. They saw her out at dinner with some guy. They saw her dancing with this stranger. They couldn't make and out. canoodling in a corner. canoodling in a corner. Uh, they couldn't make out who the person was that she was dancing with because it was through like the glass and lace, the lace. and grapes. <laughs> they yeah. were like there were lace and grapes everywhere. Mm-hmm. I guess plastic grapes are um, a signature of a fancy restaurant. Maybe in 1993, a restaurant called La Bougia. <laughs> La Bougia, a little on the nose. <laughs> Uh, so, um, but before that, Alan got home. Alan yeah, gets that's home. Right. He walks in the door at ten o'clock at night, and Sean is playing, watching his little girl poker, which was scandalous, I guess. Uh, playing poker on the couch with Morgan at ten o'clock at night, and he's like, "Where are my kids?" And they're like, "Oh, you know, just at they the went- library." <laughs> the library closed at nine, Sean. Oh, this is a different library—the one that's not closed. So anyway, the boys get home. They talk to Sean. They s- explain all that about Amy. And Sean's like, well, your dad's upstairs. Mm-hmm. Putting Morgan to bed right now. And I told him you're like, at the library. No! Like, how are we going to handle this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so dad comes down. And Corey has decided, I can't, I can't talk. I can't, I'll crack. I can't do it. Eric says, let me do the talking. I got this. So Eric's, I don't remember what he starts saying. He's but. just like, we need to, you know, sometimes change is good. And mm-hmm. like, things happen sometimes and it's okay. Like, he's like taking like the nurturing role. And, and Corey is covering his mouth with both his hands. And, like, and shaking sh- sh- profusely. Yeah. Yeah. So um, uh, Alan finally grabs his hands and pulls them off of his mouth. And he just goes, Mama's cheating on you! And beats his hands back over his mouth. Um, um, and it happens a few times where yeah. he just like lets it all out and Alan stays calm and they're like, oh goodness, this is going to be bad because then Amy's car pulls up and I like, what would you do? What, 
what would you do if you walked in the house and Aubrey and Caden were like, she's cheating on you. We saw her dancing with another guy. Well, first off, spoiler alert, that he knows what they don't know. He knows who Amy was dancing with. That is true. He does know who Amy's dancing with. So it's with. very different. I think if she had been going out and I don't know what he would have done, but he knew that it was him. Right. So he goes out and he's like, uh, they figured it out. Like, we're busted. And, and no, like, she goes, we're busted. And he says, no, you're busted. You brazen hussy or something. It's like, you're busted, you brazen hussy. He did say that. That was a little odd, but... <laughs> it was very funny. Um, yeah, so she didn't do a very good job of covering it up. He did just fine. Um, so He hid behind all the grapes. <laughs> yeah. So he sends her up to talk to the to the boys. Um, meanwhile, Eric and Corey are watching from the window and like Corey's just like panicking. He's like, We're not gonna have a mom anymore and like He's laughing, he's, he's lost it. And um like Amy walks into the house and Corey goes back to him and he's like, She's gone, she's gone. He's like screaming and She left us, she's never coming we back. We don't have a mom and then she walks into their bedroom, and he's like I overreacted. <laughs> it was pretty funny. <laughs> I think we laughed pretty loud. Um, yeah, so she comes in and she says, yeah, that was your dad, you dummies. Um, not once did she go, yeah, did uh, did you leave your our daughter with Sean Hunter? This was never addressed. Ever. Not once. No. Like... They don't get in trouble for taking buses all over the city mm-hmm. and following them. They don't get in trouble for leaving their sweet baby daughter with Sean Hunter. Mm-hmm. They don't get in trouble for lying and saying they were anywhere else. They don't get in trouble for anything. Mm-hmm. What we're saying, uh, Corey Matthews, Eric Matthews, is you're grounded. You're grounded. You're grounded now. You can't from- play Fortnite. From... There's no Fortnite. It's 1993. Oh. You can't play Duck Hunt. Oh, I would be so bummed. That was my favorite. You've been grounded from Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World. They would be so bummed if that were a thing. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. When Amy is talking to them, though, mm-hmm. she's like, so we like to keep things fresh. And they're like, what? <laughs> yeah. And... She's like, you know, like spicy. And Corey's just like, blah. Uh-huh. And then she says something else and he goes, blah, again. Yeah. It was good. Anyway, so um, Eric says he thinks that's cool, um, which is interesting. But anyway, so they go back to the classroom now. Uh, Minkus thinks he's uh, figured it out. He's figured out a formula. He has covered the, the, the blackboard with chalk just with like this crazy algebraic equation like you would see in Goodwill Hunting where they figured out the meaning of life. Mm-hmm. And he thinks he's got it, but Corey walks in and says, I figured it out, Mr. Feeney. What does he say, Tanya? <laughs> he, uh, he says that uh, the answer is that in life sometimes there is no answer. And that's what he learned from his parents. I'm not quite sure. I like 
I feel like I missed something because I wasn't <laughs> sure where that came from. But, like, you know, he learned something, so that's good. He says there could be multiple answers or no answer at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. I don't know. And Mr. Feeney, I need you to do the Mr. Feeney voice. And what, is, what does he, he say? He says, I've never been so impressed with you in I've, all my years of teaching. I've never been so impressed with you in all my years of teaching. And then he ate him. I uh, will eat you, Corey Matthews. <laughs> I need to backpedal for a second. Okay, back, 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 back. It's our new segment, backpedaling. <laughs> <laughs> when Amy is talking to Corey up in their room after, like, she's told them that uh, it was their dad at the restaurant, she asks Corey if he ever skipped school. And he said, <laughs> yes. Once in, in fifth, the grade, fifth grade, <laughs> I went to the I mall. I went to the mall. <laughs> he doesn't get in trouble for that either. Well, because she said, have you ever skipped school? And they go, no, never. And she goes, all right, this is a, like, a no punishment zone. You can tell me. And he says, yeah, I skipped school in fifth grade. I went to the mall. How did you get there, Corey? I mean, people got like... I think maybe sometimes in TV shows, communities were smaller, but also like I had friends that took buses places. In fifth grade? Maybe not fifth, but definitely sixth and stuff and definitely with older siblings. Like I didn't even know like that our public transportation was a thing until I was in like in high school and I had friends who were like, yeah, I've been riding the bus for years. Yeah. But to I, go to the mall and meet my friends. And I guess this is Philadelphia, so it's a pretty, you know, busy place. I'm sure they yeah. have pretty decent public transportation. But still, maybe yeah, fifth grade. Th- the bus driver doesn't go, wait a second, are you leaving school at you know, 10 years old? Um, so, yeah, they, she, they don't get in trouble for that either. Which, you know what, if I'd love to be a parent who can go, this is a no punishment zone. Tell me what you think. I but, would be like, my fingers were crossed behind my back. Yeah, you're Sorry, grounded. Sorry, you're, you're ne- grounded. No, you're not just grounded. Like You're never leaving the house again. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, blah, 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 back to back forward pedaling. <laughs> forward pedaling. Uh, our new segment, forward pedaling. Uh, you get back to the school. Uh, Corey goes through that whole explanation. Mr. Feeney says he's proud of him. And then uh, Topanga says, did you consult your spirit guide for that too? And Corey goes, yeah, my mom. It was very sweet. It was very sweet. Uh, the post credit scene is kind of weird. Minkus figures out a formula that takes him back in time. He turns into a little ball. He moves back in time. He comes back. He repeats himself again. He turns into a flash of light, and then he comes back again. And then he sa- repeats himself again, and then he says, nah, and then he erases the whole board. So I'm not sure what that was about. It was about he figured out time travel and then didn't realize that he figured out like he, didn't... he kept time traveling. Yeah. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. So. And that's it. That's it. TGIF. Thank God it's Feeny. What did we learn from Feeny this episode? That sometimes there's not a right answer. Sometimes there's multiple answers. Mm-hmm. And that he's very, very proud of Corey for figuring it out. I learned that two people can definitely clean a far- car faster than one people. Yeah. From, from Mr. Feeny. Did you? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe not. Maybe not here. As fast as possible, but... It's definitely faster for Caden to clean the car by himself than it is for all three of our children to go out and clean the car. Yeah, I thought about that too as part of the equation because I was like... It depends on the person. Yeah, he could slow him down a lot. 
Anyway, this has been, thank God it's Feeny. <laughs> uh, so those are our two episodes we watched this week. What? How do we feel the series is going so far? Um, now we're, I don't know how many episodes are in the first season. Cause 23, I, know we, I think. So we're halfway through. We're halfway yeah. through the first season and there's definitely so much more development going on. And um, I definitely think it helps that we haven't watched these episodes that we're watching now like 85 times in a row trying to get this thing started um but it's the development of the characters is just so fun to watch and i think i feel like as a kid even um it was what kept you wanting to watch it from week to week Mm -hmm. was seeing uh really what they were going to learn yeah, I the think next week. I think it was more so than other shows at the time. Like, and there were some good sitcoms on at the time. You mm-hmm. know, Full House was good. You hated yeah. it. Uh, Family Matters was great. Family Matters though was another one where their character development was so good. Urkel started out as a very secondary character mm-hmm. and became the center of the show. Like, he was only on there, like, for, like, five-minute blips. Yeah, but I feel like once that happened, the development was there, but it was very small. Whereas with Boy Meets World, you literally watch them change completely. And it seems like the the, the writers and the series itself, especially up to these first 12 episodes that we've mm-hmm. seen, they're adapting based on the, the cast that they have, mm-hmm. which I think is important in any in any important show. I, I was... I mean, that's that's how they built shows like The Office and or Parks and Or Stranger Rack. Things. Like, mm-hmm. I was thinking about that with this one in particular because of the kids and how the talent of the kids really is um, what grounds the show. Mm-hmm. Stranger Things was a show that we started watching thinking like, eh, it's going to be all right. But these kids turned it into something that was way bigger and way better than we expected it to be. Mm-hmm. And watching Boy Meets World as an adult, I feel it the same way. Like, there isn't anything that has taken away from how great the show is. If anything, watching um, everyone else adapt to how great these kids are is a really cool thing to watch as an adult. Yeah, agreed. It's basically what I was saying, so... I don't have anything to add. <laughs> okay. So I think we're about to wrap it up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anything you'd like to say before we go? Um, You've got any Morganisms from that episode? No. I mean. Other than the oatmeal upside down trick? Oatmeal upside down trick and the fact that she uh, was playing poker with Sean. Mm-hmm. I mean, there weren't. She didn't have a lot of things to say. Yeah. Uh, she. Child labor laws and all that. They can't yeah. overuse her in every episode. Yeah. So, yeah, I think these are these have been fun episodes. I, I enjoyed these two a lot. I thought that they um, started to solidify what the series was. And mm-hmm. it wasn't just episodes anymore. Now it was a series. Mm-hmm. Um, that was so poetic. And uh, I don't know. I, I like seeing Topanga more involved and Minkus kind of show who he really is and, and all that. I do think... Um I didn't realize how central Minkus was mm-hmm. until now. Yeah, like me, he me too. really, really is so important to the show. Mm-hmm. And I think as a kid, he seemed like a throwaway character to me. Like he's definitely not a throwaway character. No, like he's super important. And there's certain there's certain uh, things that wouldn't work without him at all. Mm-hmm. 
And I think, too, I mean, knowing a little bit of how the series starts to play out after this, I'm surprised with how little of a role um, Mr. Feeney has played in the last several episodes. I mean, he's there and he's kind of like a blip to kind of guide the story, uh, but he's not a, a focus of any of the episodes. Yeah, he's not. And I do think, I mean, while while he, knowing that he is a focus here and there in the future episodes, mm-hmm. I think because he is there for every episode, you know, even into college, like you see him sometimes, mm-hmm. um, because of how prominent he is, he seems like he is, I don't know how to describe it, like... When we were kids, it seemed like he was almost in every scene. Yeah. As an adult, we realized he's just in every episode. Mm -hmm. And all he needs is five minutes to sort of, like, tie it up. Like, I mean, nobody's going to get this reference, but um, Adventures in Odyssey. Chris is at the beginning and Chris is at the end. She sets up the episode and then she ties it up at the end. And I think Feeney kind of does that, too. Like, you have the scene in the school towards the beginning of the episode where Feeney kind of does his thing. And then he, you have a scene in school at the end of the episode where Feeney ties it all up and is like, what did you guys learn? Um, and I I didn't realize until now that he really wasn't in it that much. Mm-hmm. But he's still so important. And all of these people that are only in it for a few minutes an episode are definitely a necessity. Yep. So this has been it for Boy Meets Girl Meets Boy Meets World episode six. Episode six. Um, thank you for your support so far. I, we we, it's cool. Um, you know, we we were just gonna kind of do this podcast no matter what, just to kind of hang out and talk because we love each other so much, and um, and we love Boy Meets World, and we love Boy Meets World so much, probably more than each other, <laughs> but um. <laughs> He says as he stares longingly into my eyes. But it's it's cool that we've posted it and a lot of people have given us some feedback. If you if you can shoot us some feedback, we'd appreciate it a lot. Um, any suggestions, any thoughts, any if you have your own thoughts on any episodes, um, we'd love to hear it. And maybe we got something wrong. Maybe you noticed the reason that the Eric and Corey changed their minds so quick about whether that grill was enough for their dad. Yeah, and we're also, you know... We're trying to figure out what our, (laughs) we're trying to figure out like what our, our like layout and stuff should be or what segments we should do. And, and if you have an idea for a segment or anything, like say it. Yeah. Agreed. Say it. Say it. You want me to say what? It. What's it? Say it. It. <laughs> Do we have a sign off? No, we don't have a sign off. Oh, I thought we did. Did we? <gasps> you know what? In the in the first episode, I think we did talk about having a sign off. We did, and then we couldn't figure one out. But we we had one. Okay. But now I can't remember what it was. Okay. If so, if you think of our sign off, <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to our first episode and you hear our sign off, and then you get to this episode where we're talking about we don't remember what our sign off was supposed to be, tweet at us. Tweet us at tweet us. <laughs> tweet at us. That's a tweet ass. <laughs> <laughs> at you're sounding a lot like an Alan Matthews right now. At BMGMBMW on Twitter. 
Um, thank you for hanging out with us. Yeah, thanks. Bye, dudes. Bye, dudes. Bye.